Anyway, uh, you reminded me of uh, our recycling days. Did someone ask for this? Well, yeah, I think I mentioned this maybe on the last episode. Or on the episode before, but um, I kind of offhand mentioned when Horatio and I were in school, we lost 60 telephones for charity. It must be last episode. Maybe more. It was a lot. Maybe 80. We, Between, it was, we didn't hit three figures. I don't know. We had a lot of people. It wasn't three figures. It was, it was a successful collection because people yeah. were giving in multiple I think it was phones. around 70. Yeah. We didn't hit three figures for sure. But yeah. it was, you know, there's a lot of phones. Yeah. Um, because, but we told this story maybe, we definitely told it on the podcast, but I think it was like years ago. Yeah. So then someone quite rightfully messaged me being like, what do you mean you lost 70 phones? Because we kind of just kind of went over that without... Well, instead of doing uh, CCF, which we talked about at length, as opposed to um, serving in our armed forces, we decided to fight a bigger challenge, which Mm. is bigger than British national security, which is the environment, which is trying to protect the world. A far more noble one. Yeah, exactly. We've got all these these guys trying to be men when they're young. We were were like, no, we were sensitive young men who saw the real threat to humanity. Queen of country, sure. What about world and and, and people? World and humanity. Humanity. How about that, army? So it was... I think there was like three of us uh, and every Wednesday we'd go around helping with recycling. Go around is a strong phrase. <laughs> we would sit by the bins. Yeah. We're on big stools. Yeah. And ensure... What did we do? What did we do? What we was that sit, actually No, we did nothing. We would sit by the bins and ensure <laughs> <laughs> that the younger recyclers were putting the recycling oh. in the recycling bin. That was so good. That was for, a, for an hour every week. We would The four of us would sit by a bin and ensure that the younger recyclers put it in the recycling bin. So with the kind of school we went to, there's like a lot of what you pay for with private school is take these kids off my hands as long as possible. Yeah. That's like a big part of Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can pick, the pick you up after is. work. Yeah, and it's just give them as much time as possible to themselves. That's why it's a boarding school. It's the same kind of logic. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of school is finding things for kids to do yeah. that are built into creating but then they couldn't make a us holistic do... learning experience so when they made us do any more sport yeah. you'd have like broken bones <laughs> exactly. and people we did would start more. crying <laughs> yeah. we did we did so much yeah so it was like what are we going to do on a wednesday that was your time to give back to community your yeah. your, your proper definition of extracurricular activities yeah so i think that this is where we're talking about the ccf stories yeah which we you had to start doing from year nine we did our time in the army i don't want anyone we did a year more way. than we needed to in the army because yeah. it was compulsory to do some Something like that yeah. so in in the army or the or the navy or the air force. I don't want anyone's calling us conscientious objectors. Like we we served our time. We, we served did our like, time. We did at least one tour of the new forest. <laughs> we, well, we did. Uh, well, because we won't tell that story again. But we went. It's one of the most ridiculous things. Imagine Rachel and I in full army uniform, ill-fitting army uniform. But it's because so the first two years, year nine, year 10, you had to do it. Yeah. And then in year 11, yeah. you don't, because they're obviously like, we're not going to keep making you do the army. It's kind of crazy enough that they make you do it yeah. in the first two years. Apart but, from army nerds, which is a apart- specific kind of nerd that I think is quite rare to private school. And the worst kind like of the, nerd, yeah. the officer nerd, the guy who's yeah. built for service. Yeah, know? dad's like a, dad's quite <laughs> high up in the police force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, had a military haircut just out because, because of it, not. Um, then... So we had a choice not to do it in the yeah. third year. 
and then onwards. And all you had, there was like obviously limited spaces and everything. And Horatio and I were the worst people in the army. Good, we we're good marksmen. We both did pretty well. Yeah, we, we were have, good. Well, we were a good course, shot. Look at us. Of course we are. Of course. <laughs> but we we're mavericks. We're you mavericks. Know? Yeah. We didn't play by the rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah They yeah. only get us in when they exhausted exactly, every yeah. opportunity. We're, we're, like, like, <laughs> we're like the Tom Cruise. We're gonna have to get Golden yeah. Kerwin. We're gonna have the Ethan Where are Hunt. they? We're Ethan Recycling. <laughs> We have those stays behind us. Um, now, so it was the third like, day. Yeah. There was, oh no, on the third year, we had the choice to go to other things. And Horatio and I were the worst in the army other than marksmanship. And um, the, I guess, they, do you call them teachers? Yeah. The bird man that took it was- The ex-SAS um, guy. The ex-SAS Simpkins. Man, who, go yeah, on. don't name it. <laughs> what? Well, he was- he, He's he a was big boy. The big rumor guy. <laughs> Well, the big rumor going around was that he was he got he was so close to being in the SES, but he failed on the final thing because he fell out of a helicopter. Pussy. No, sorry. Mad pussy. <laughs> How'd you fall out of a helicopter? <laughs> I'd been in a helicopter, didn't fall out of it. Exactly. Sign me up for and the, the SES. And the SES are begging for you to join, but you're not interested. I'm fighting crime in different ways. <laughs> exactly. So the third. So we. Um. They hated us. We hated them. It was like. I think there was almost kind of a countdown going on in the army for the, the generals and yeah. it being like, you know, there's only a few more months and then these two fucking idiots will be gone. Um, and then we, what, how, you would get the choice to sign up for different things. Yeah. And we couldn't wait to get out of it. Mm. We were so excited. Like next year, we're not going to have to do this bullshit because it happens for the whole year. So you yeah. got to sign up for something for the whole year. And sucks. Um, sucks. because of our laziness and stupidity, we missed the deadline for everything else. And the only thing that was left was the army. Yeah. So we had to do another year of it. <laughs> which was when it got a bit more serious. And I remember seeing the faces of like the, the guys, the people that were in charge of them. They saw us oh, rock up and they're yeah, like, yeah. What are you, why are you, you don't want to be here? Like, we don't want to be here either. We missed the Because they didn't like it because we kind of, we ruined the vibe a little bit because yeah. when it's pretend army and the stakes aren't there. You don't and want you're two forced, goons. Yeah, because like, it, you can easily, it's like you can easily make an orgy feel weird. If yeah. you like, by, do you know by, what I mean? But if you're like acknowledging what's going on. Like, if you're like this, like that's gonna kill the vibe. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna feel and that it, tomorrow. Uh, what you're really, or just going like you're really doing that. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So I did, that's we were like, you know, we we're like that an orgy at the army, and I think they felt like it, we, we took them out of their. We're trying to pretend. To we be took army. them out of their play. Exactly. They were playing and having a good time. We were silly yeah. boys. Um, so we did that for a year, but then eventually, and then there's a story you can find. I think it's the name of one of the episodes where we had to go to a camp and it was the worst night of our life, but one of the best days I yeah. think we've ever had after. <laughs> um, but so then the next year, we were then the first people to sign up because we weren't going to do that again and sign up for recycling because some of our friends had done recycling previously. And it was like, what the fuck is recycling? What do you do in recycling? Mm. As little as you'd presume. It was like these two teachers who kind of took it, but didn't really take it. And you would go, you would go and sign in, and then we would genuinely sit by the bins and ensure that the younger recyclers. That was what was bin. awesome: is that we became, we were immediately because of our age, we yeah. were high up in the recycling. Even kind though of, we were army guys, yeah, exactly. We we're ex-army. We were trained in the army. We're we vets. Trained, yeah. We're vets. We don't know. We don't so know the ways. What was of the bins. fucking amazing was me, you, Wilma Goldrick sat out by the bins. And it's just I like- I seem to remember we had hockey sticks. But just we had, for the we had underlings. Yeah, we did, yeah. So not only were we doing nothing, we were ordering- You and I were entirely unqualified. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, 
yeah, put it in that bin. And just watching these kind of annoyed younger students. There was students only one bin. With huge bin bags. Yeah, yeah. And they were, just, they were doing all the work. And we'd never had to go through that. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking Because amazing. the others did their time. <laughs> the others did their time in the recycling world and eventually, you know, they're like, that'll be me next year. Whereas we were off fucking around in the army and then just walked straight into a management position in recycling. But anyway, the teachers... Realized. did kind of cotton on to the fact we can't have them doing nothing everywhere. This is taking the piss because it will spread, you know. I think there was like some kind of quiet comments from different teachers walking so. past being like, why, why are these boys <laughs> hanging around the bins every Wednesday at 4pm? We're the bin mafia. It's the same boys. And they come and be like, what are you doing? And be like, recycling. Recycling. Because we got told of quite a lot. What are you doing? We got told of quite a lot, but we had a reason to be at those bins. Yeah. Move on. Uh, move it on. Um, and so they then sort of seem to crowbar like this thing in which was, if you're going to be recycling, you have to have a project that's going to help. Yeah. Well, they kind of made us do a project because we were being... I think we ruined it for everyone else. Because <laughs> I think everyone who was on that kind of thing, managing the bins, was doing it quietly. <laughs> Realising this is sick. Maybe being on their phone. Yeah. Whereas we were being raucous, like, <laughs> shouting at kids. Fobbing off teachers. I swear we had hockey sticks for no yeah, reason. Yeah. We, were like, we were like throwing shit. So they thought we have to keep these boys busy yeah. because they're kind of acting like public menaces yeah. on our time. Yeah. So we had to come up with a... Did we come up with this? We came up with it. We had to come up with a... Pro- they, they sat us down and said, we can't have you yeah. hanging around the bins anymore. And we couldn't really argue with that. <laughs> so they were like, it was Milo as well. Yeah. Me, you, Will and Milo. Uh, but we were... So then yeah. they, they said, come up, you have to come up with a project. Um, and and do that instead of hanging around the bins. But yeah. we were like, I think I, I think I was like, but how are the kids going to know which? How are the kids going to know which bin to put it in? And they kind of looked at me like that. <laughs> the, kid, like, the kids have always known. <laughs> you are you were clean being, colors. Yeah, you were. We allowed you a useless job. You took the piss with it. Now you're doing this. <laughs> it was like fair enough. Um, but so our our genius idea was like, what's a, what's a what's a big scourge on the environment right now? What all social media. Yeah. The future all oh, kids look up and see the world stop looking yeah. down at your phones, phones. so yeah. we decided to recycle telephones yeah. what well, everyone's got an old phone hanging around in a drawer horatio had two now i've got them Reci- i recycle, recycle them to you yeah yeah but where do you recycle them to they're still in my drawer yeah so i've got phones in my drawer hanging but it around is, it is an interesting thing with recycling it's like it's one of those weird things, like with, with plastic bags. You know the plastic bags that bags for life that you just keep building up. Yeah, they're not really affecting anyone apart from you because they yes. just live forever you, in your house. Well, the ba- they're not getting back. They're not choking turtles because actually, yeah, they're if just we, they're just on your kitchen shelf. That, it's, a, it's a hoarders are good are good for the environment. Yeah, like me having eight phones in my drawer. That's fine. Who's that hurting? Yeah. So in a way, we actually, oh my God, we did such a terrible thing. (laughs) I haven't really thought about that. That's even funnier, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Oh my God. So we said, we did a big shout out. We said, we want your phones to the whole school. We did it. There was a campaign. We put posters up. We stood up in the assembly Mm -hmm. in front of the whole school and went, we're here to... The cocky little shits that we were, yeah. young. Well, no, we were quite old at that point. We were like, we, we need to, we need to collect your phones to save the environment. Have you guys heard of climate change? Well, yeah. give us your old phones. Yeah. And the plan was, we put different collection boxes in like all the classrooms, all around the school, every in the corridors, everywhere, yeah. for people to bring in their old phones. <laughs> it was a good idea because it would be like, yeah, I've actually had this hanging around and I don't know what yeah. to do with it. Yeah. You can get rid of it for me. All you have to do is bring it into school. 
And then over the about a month, I'd say, before we called off the collection, we um and we went back down to the bins during the collection because it was like we we've got nothing else to do. Um, and then over the month, I say we collect. I think we collected around seventy phones. Okay, so it was sure. pretty good. Yeah, it's a pretty good amount of phones. Yeah. Now I'm a bit hazy on the next bit. Yeah. But were so- you liaised with this company? No. <laughs> I yes right so I was there I was liaising with this mobile phone recycling company I guess I was back and forth with their e- on the emails and then so and then one one week during recycle we went round and we collected all the phones right done yeah. and then I uh, all, when it went all to every single collection point which yeah. is a lot it took us all of the recycling because yeah. an hour yeah. um, put them in this sack and then I was I was messaging them and then we a week later we then have recycling again. And then we were at the we were in the recycling place and I was emailing them being like, right, so they want it, they 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 can come and pick it up, I think, tomorrow at like five PM. Mm. So and I was like, So Will, are you good to hand that off to them? And Will was just like, I haven't got the phones. I was like, Yeah, you've got you've got the phones. They've, who's got the phones? And everyone just looked blank. And we just lost the 70 mobile phones out of nowhere. We had no idea where they went. And to this day, I haven't got a clue where those fucking phones are. Do you think a cleaner took them and put them in a bin bag? In fairness, that's probably exactly what happened yeah. because we were we all lived in the we all had the same like room thing. We all lived it to- together during that time. We would have put them in our room. Yeah. And then a cleaner would just take them up and put them in the bin. <laughs> I imagine listening to loud music, just not yeah, thinking about not it. Not thinking at all. Just put it straight in the bin. For 80 phones. Not questioning why are there yeah, 80? Why are there 80 phones? <laughs> but yeah, they just disappeared at the face of the earth. I thought, I think everyone else thought someone else had them, but then they were just in our room. So what actually happened was we went to, reci- we said, can we recycle your old phones? <laughs> Can we please just like, we know you've got old phones in your house, which aren't doing any harm no to harm anyone. They're just sitting there. In a drawer. They haven't thrown them out. Let's take them from a drawer and, and put, put them, them into, into landfill. The, into <laughs> landfill. Because that's almost exactly, definitely what happened. Those phones are going to be there for a million years. That is bad. <laughs> Didn't we? There was something. No, because there was, a, we, it went very quiet then because also you could sell the phones to the recycling company. So there was money involved. I misremembered it. Or this maybe was, this you is are only telling me fraud. the truth now. Yeah. I thought, and you could have lied to me. Yeah. I thought you said they lost it at the plant. So I don't, that's why I said I was hazy because I don't remember. But were you potentially lying? I can't remember whether we gave them in or not. <laughs> I genuinely can't. Because I remember there being a thing where we gave them in. And I didn't lie like, about anything. Okay, fine. I definitely fine. didn't lie, but I... I, I, it could have been that instead. Yeah, I think they might have lost it potentially. I don't know. It's funny if we lost it, but <laughs> no, because then was there in it? There was money involved, which, yeah, there was, was, a, which yeah. was an issue. But what did we do? We didn't take it. No, no. I can't remember what we did with it. No, because there was nothing to. It would, it would just go back into recycling services. Yeah, like okay. Recycling charities. But it was well, only that like was the plan. Quid, you know? But I remember being like. Oh no, because they would have, uh, yeah, because they would have paid for it, I guess, and then we would have then given it to a charity. But then I think the recycling, the teachers kept being like, "Where's this money?" And we're like, yeah. "Oh, we've already, we transferred it straight to the charity." Um, do you remember oh, God. That, another thing like that? Do you remember that? What was that business? It's um, one of the most immoral things I've ever done, accidentally. Uh, what was that business initiative, which was like, uh, you get? It was when we were like twelve, thirteen. Yeah. You get given ten pounds. 
and it's your job to turn £10 and make as much money with the £10 you're given. Do you so remember this? a pyramid this? scheme? No, no, no. This was like, um, this is to uh, encourage young entrepreneurs. And I loosely like, remember. There's a lot of what, stories what, of people. Can we do something? Well, we had the whole pitch. Once again, so there was this big deal where you have to pitch to get this £10. To who? Uh, to who's running it. And who who's running it? Just a oh, exact... either a teacher or it was right, like it's okay. like a program that lots because I was hoping doing. it wasn't like this shady online no. company was just handing out ten pounds to children. Um, and then you'd go up an assembly. Loads of people did it. Yeah, and, and you you'd all get handed your ten pounds. What and did we do? We had an idea which was an AIDS charity. <laughs> AIDS. Uh, yeah, it was AIDS. It was um. It was. Um, In fairness, we know what charities we yeah. we go fucking hard. <laughs> it was an AIDS charity, and it was it's the not, idea. None of this AIDS UK bullshit. Gonna, um, it was to sell um, AIDS. I, an AIDS charity. It was to sell rubbers. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, to uh, and the money would go back to AIDS channel. Uh, why, and and why then brothers? Dad suggested it because Dad gets. If ever there's a business idea, Dad's getting fully involved. He said, which think, is a brilliant do idea. Think, do you think use selling, a rubber? Do you think selling rubber condoms? Yeah, that's why we did rubber. That is unbelievable. Did we have to stand up and say that? Well, there was more. They get, gave out the thing. We had a name for it. I forgot what it was called. Maybe it was. It wasn't. What year was this? Like we were. We were like 13, 14. It was very early. So two thousand and eight. No, Six. it would be like 2010, 2010, and we were trying to cure AIDS. Cure AIDS. Yeah. We thought that the big thing, the, the, the charity that we needed to tackle <laughs> it's crazy. in the West Sussex area was AIDS. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was, I don't think we curing AIDS in West Sussex. I no. think we were trying to uh, help AIDS around the world. I think it was like mainly Africa focused this charity. I remember us being a purely West Sussex AIDS charity. <laughs> no further than West Sussex. And then we took the £10 that and is... yeah, did absolutely nothing with it. But then I don't think anyone else did, to be fair, which was quite funny. We did at least buy rubbers, didn't we? Yeah. We didn't even buy the robbers. Nothing, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Who wants to buy a fucking... What a... We... It's like... That sounds like a charity from the from the 80s. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone, I mean, used, everyone uses pens at school now. And yeah. like computers are coming in, but yeah. we're selling rubbers and well, we're it, raising money for an AIDS charity. I guess you could get... get For £10, I wonder how many rubbers you could get. You'd probably do like a cheap deal. I don't think it is a good idea at all. And then you'd go around, everyone wants... Everyone needed a rubber. That's bollocks. People needed rubbers at Who school. Who needs rubbers at school? We had to rub out um, mass. You, I, I'd often not have a rubber. I like a cool. If we got Dyspraxic a cool rubber, I mean, ideal, ideal, ideally, you'd get a penis rubber, wouldn't you? No, that wouldn't be nice. That, that I don't be, think. That'd I be don't insensitive. think. I don't think every time you look down at your rubber, you want to be reminded of the AIDS crisis. A One cock that isn't currently with a condom on is the rubber. Yeah, what you know was... the white and red of the the you know the white and red classic rubber, one side white, one side red. Yeah, yeah. One side for rough, one side for like light rubbing. Yeah, yeah. Or it was my, one con- was meant to rub out like pen apparently. Or... White condom round the dick, pink balls. Look, everyone. I'm, I'm not saying the marketing. <laughs> the marketing is great. I'm saying the ideas. Use a rubber. Yeah, like, oh, we get it. We we Stop. all we've all got it. It's brilliant. <laughs> Everyone's got it. It's 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 brilliant, <laughs> but it's it's thirty years too late. <laughs> We're going to cure p- polio as well. Is that, yeah. <laughs> Curing polio with a typewriter. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> no one needs a rubber. Everyone uses a pen. If we were, in, if we were younger, yeah. when people use pencils, maybe. But yeah. e- rubbers are at the end of pencils. Mm. Every pencil has a rubber at the end of it. No one needed a rubber. No. I, would, if, I think if we actually did it, we would, we would have sold two yeah. to, dis- to you. Yeah. But no, no, no one. There was no success story came out of it, and I think they gave out. They gave out like twenty. They gave out two hundred quid's worth. 
Yeah, it's one of those. I mean, great, it's like it's not a big one of those great school quid. initiatives of where it's just there's a big pomp and ceremony and then it just goes quiet. N- you never, never heard never hear one it thing again. again which I'm sure happens a lot. Yeah, on, I was on the train up to Liverpool yesterday. And there's this weird thing. We, there was a ticket inspector who came round, the normal ticket inspector. Yeah, and then there was these two, like doddery old guys wearing massive blue vests, like uh, like traffic warden sort of vibe. Yeah. Not traffic warden, but like 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 charity, right? And yeah. they were going <laughs> yeah. person to person. We'd already had our tickets te- tre- uh, checked twice on this journey. Right. And then these guys, these two old guys, walking really slowly, yeah. were asking for people's tickets again. And we're like, we've already been asked a lot. And then so rightfully, the guy next to me said, why are yeah. you checking this? He's like, oh, we're doing a, a survey. And we're like, a survey on what? We're, we're, we're checking to see what kind of tickets uh, people are are getting i presume everyone's showing their tickets on the phone yeah and it's like and so they're they're, they're making a note of what it's like on they, a pen and paper yeah what well they're they're, they're well, lying the, the information what are they trying to do the information is a database correct it will all be there's no way those gentlemen <laughs> work for the train line and so the, i mean these these are ancient men you know, <laughs> they had like phones with like the big flip out phones oh yeah, yeah. Like, all, with a leather with case 20 cards in <laughs> yeah <laughs> And he was pressed and he was like, can't you get that information from a database? And he just, just didn't really answer and just... And then just what did he, what kind of information did he take down? I guess it's like, do they have a rail card? Are they, is it a return journey? I it, mean, the train... The fuck? Look, I've actually, I think our train system for me has always been pretty good. I agree with you. I've never had a problem, really. Well, you don't get that many trains to be fair. Well, the underground. I've had the underground lo- works. Underground's, fine. People don't really compa- complain about the underground that much. Some people do. That's true. But London isn't. Well, an there issue. was a famous song about it, wasn't there? But that was a long time ago. Um, and that was more about strikes. Um, but like L- London yeah. has always been very catered for transport. It's more like. But even the way but that- even Sussex was. I was fine. I was getting trains all the time. Never, yeah. never. Re- I always thought, yeah. It's always There's a be couple of like uh, delayed disasters and stuff, and I think compared to other countries, they have a a lot better train systems. Well, I don't think that's true. Europe has a better train system. It's cheaper, it's more reliable, less France delayed. France is a fucking nightmare. Well, it's the, yeah. France is shit. France's underground system is awful. I hate the metro. Well, that's Paris. Paris yeah. And I, I know, but I've been cross country and, and it's like, it was expensive. Yeah. I don't think, well, but I, I, I guess do think we're too Man- harsh Lon- on our trains. London to like Manchester is like ridiculously expensive. The, well, the price, uh, you, the, yeah. the price, we the price agree. Is insane. Yeah. Because yeah, you, it's more expensive than anywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but no, I've never, I've never really had a problem. But that there is, you know, maybe this is this is where all the chat is coming from—the mismanagement of British British Rail. Is that's what's that's what's actually behind the scenes? Well, this, I've never seen the this privatization. Before. It's two old blokes. That's how they try and improve the service. Is they send Ken and John down with their big blue jackets? It looked like on. Ken and John. It was Ken and John. Yeah, I, I can see them clearly. I mean, to be fair, I've never got the train to Liverpool. So I've never been on that track. So I wonder yeah. if that's like a Liverpool train thing. Um, I don't know if... Why in the world would it be? So, and I, but I've never seen that before. I get the train a lot. Um, so I don't know. Did they, are they starting their own initiative and they've just been allowed on, you know? Or is this an initiative it's like built a passion into, project for them. Or maybe it's like a recycle. It sounds similar to the phone. I think it's another scheme. I think so. Could be a scheme. And I'm supporting a man doing a scheme. You've got to support. You've got to support. You I know. wonder what they're... It looked like they I were keeping. The mo- it looked like they were keeping busy. The most those men are going to do is put that information into a bar chart, and yeah. it's going to go nowhere else from there. But what was funny is that they were doing it 
right in front of each other. So they're working. Oh, so they weren't, they didn't come as a pair. They well, always go they one and one. Well, they didn't work from other ends of the, the train and kind of work towards the middle. They yeah. were kind of blocking up as much room as possible, <laughs> really slowly moving yeah. and seeing two guys in bed. And it just makes more of a commotion when you've got yeah. two yeah, guys yeah, yeah. asking at the same time, can I yeah, see your ticket, Jesus please? Fucking Christ, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, obscene. I don't know what was and going on there. Because you'd think, oh, maybe they do it so a bit of companionship, but it's like you're just talking to passengers. So what's the point? I reckon uh, at the train line, there's a export PDF button that will crunch all the information with one click. I think there's there's probably some, that might be wishful thinking, but I think export PDF. It will have. I think that you can the get train a, tickets you can get a, and it will have all the information in a. You can get a data dashboard yeah. that should be able to sift through that yeah. pretty fucking simply. But you always hear about how how poorly managed it is. Maybe this is what it actually is. Exactly. This is how how will they improve their services? Is all they're getting are these two guys walking up and down yeah. asking passengers. Yeah. God bless them is what I say. Uh, the king's got cancer. Yes. Speaking of God and the divine right of kings. Yeah. Um. So, what's your take on this podcast? Are mental, aren't they? Um. Yeah, I mean, it feels like this is because because it was such a big deal when the queen died. It's like realizing, oh, the king's probably going to die pretty soon. How old is he? Don't know. Well, he's eighty, right? No, he can't be. Seventy. Seventy. Yeah. Um. And what was interesting is that we were definitely talking about the over news, too much news coverage about his prostate. Mm. But this, they didn't, they weren't checking up his ass, so they Mm. found cancer. Apparently, no. Apparently. It seems like they had a finger up the king's bum and they're like, all good. And then and then he notices the king's balls, I think. Is it tes- testicular? I think it's has, around- That hasn't been confirmed, has it? No, but it's, it's around, gotta be around, it's around yeah. that area. They noticed it. So they were- It's not brain cancer, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting that the, pa- the, the Buckingham Palace has specified it was not to do with the prostate. That was a side thing. So, Which seems, this story- we, we did say with the prostate thing, if it comes out that he's got cancer, then then mea culpa. But yeah. it wasn't to do with the prostate. The, but thank God they were checking his prostate. True. I'm just saying, it's a bit the, shady, isn't it? it the prostate story is getting weirder and weirder. Yeah. I remember seeing that being like, why? this is why people believe in conspiracy theories. Yeah. Something's going on. It's like, oh, they're like, nothing to see here. The king's going for a prostate exam. And yeah. it's almost like you hide. If you're going to hide something embarrassing or something, yeah. or like a bad thing, yeah. you can often, when you, in, when you lie, you say something embarrassing or a bad thing so people believe it easier. Do you know what mm. I mean? You well, don't go with something that's like, a, oh, I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm going to get my hand checked. You go, I've got a finger up my bum. But well, everyone the f- goes, the thing well, is- why he's not lying? Because it's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. That's, thing. that's interesting. Because I would be like, I've got a prostate exam. Can yeah. we lie? You use that all the time. Well, can we lie about the fact that I got a prostate exam? Because I don't want people to know about it. So can we say that I've got cancer or something? Because I don't want people to know yeah. that I'm getting my prostate. Well, <laughs> the thing is, not as many people will care if you have cancer as the king. <laughs> I'm it. sorry. I'm sorry I'm to saying- say that. I'm sorry, but it's true. Uh, yeah, I, I was trying to say if I was the king, I would, yeah. I would try and cover up my prostate exams. With, with cancer? Yeah, with some other story. I well, wouldn't use that as my cover. Um, God bless him. Hope he recovers and everything. It seems to be, this might be, for me, I was like, this is this is becoming a tragedy yeah. almost. He, this man has waited his whole life to be king. Yeah. And it's almost comical how long Lizzie was, Lizzie was kicking it for. And then he's finally got his moment. Yeah. It's not been long. He hasn't been ruling for long. I wonder how long it'll last. Like five, six years? I heard as well. This whole thing about, you know, mon- the separation of, um, you know, the monarchy and parliament. It's yeah. not, well, church and state is what it is. No, it's not. It's not no, a church. Not. It's um, king and state, but that's it. Yeah, it's not king a phrase for it. I think. But, you know, they, um, 
So they were talking about, so he's, he's taken a step back from his weekly duties or whatever. Mm-hmm. And old, old Will's taken over. He has a, um, they have a, the king has a weekly call, the prime minister. That's famous. Yeah. But the, the audience, the, you know, the... Yeah, I know, but... A, the audience But when you really... But a weekly call and that we... I don't think you could say we have a separation of church and state when the king calls the prime minister every week. They're not talking about fucking champagne. Think we should, the audience is like... Uh, yeah. No, because it's... Uh, I guess it's a mental... I know what it is, but it's, I didn't think it was weekly. I thought it was monthly. But it, oh, it So you be, don't like... You want it to be... Keep... You want it to be monthly? No, I don't want it to exist. No audience? No, of course. Because the, the, if we have a separation of church and state, you can't... I, the idea is that it's like the prime minister goes and presents what's happening in the country and what his plans are. So of you course, know, King is going to have an opinion on it. So you know the... And yeah, but the, it's the, 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 amount, the complex arms of government... They, they, they will have an effect. There will be... Even if it's minor, there is the, the king is having an effect. If anyone that calls the prime minister on a weekly basis is going to have an effect. Yeah. Anyone. I guess it's like... It, it kind of... With a lot of the things with the monarchy, you, you want that historicity of it all. I don't. So like the, the play, the audience that BB was in. You know, BB played Queen Elizabeth in the audience. Right. So the, the the plot of the play of the audience yeah. is that you follow the Queen's life. It basically was the precursor to the crown. Yeah. Through her audiences with every uh, post-war British Prime Minister. Right. All right. And that's a good setup for a play. And yeah, you yeah. didn't have an, an audience with the King. I can live without that play. <laughs> well, a lot of people can't. I think I, I, kind of, can't. I believe the separation of church and state is more important than the audience play. But... I don't. I don't mind the. Audi- I don't think that they're, they're doing too much. And I guess if I was prime minister, I wouldn't mind um, talking to the go- king. Well, going to the palace. It's, there's, it's a. It's a. It's a bit of fun. No. You go to the palace you and you, you no. and then you you you, nah. you bow. You get you have you meet the butler and no. he says the king will see you now for the prime minister. Yeah. Not that- for not for us. I don't. I, again, I don't. I don't care about this one play and the enjoyment that a prime minister has on a weekly basis. I'm more thinking about how our countries run. I don't think they talk... Pol- they're not meant to talk policy. They absolutely do. Well, they do in, in The Crown. I've only seen a bit of it. Not lots, really. It's more just kind of... How the fuck do you know? One. Well, The Crown. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not a lot of it is policy. They talk They talk about... And Queen... I think Elizabeth would have been far more standoffish than Charles is. Charles is sticking his fat fingers in the business. He is. You know that's true. Yeah. Of course there's going to be some influence. Yeah. If anyone talks to anyone for every week, there's some influence that will be had. I guess and it was... you can't have it, that. There it was no sicker separation. when it was Queen Elizabeth. Um, well, because be like, it's a oh, bit different now. But then she she had an audience with Churchill, and so yeah. if you're if you're Liz Truss, <laughs> and she was the last person to have an audience, it yeah. is kind of mad that you're meeting so the queen. So iconic that she was the PM for the queen. I, I will never <laughs> get over it. Awesome. It's my favorite thing. Her having a big part in the queen's funeral. And I'd be like, yeah, it's cool. But then if is I was she, having, is she the was, shortest PM? Yeah, ever. God, yeah, forty-five no one, days. But like, no one died in forty-five. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone's so then, come close. So then, her having her the, the the shortest by far PM and the longest by far monarch is just fucking it's perfect. perfect. How the, in, the chances of that intersection. Her first prime minister was Winston Churchill. Her last prime minister was Liz Truss. And I guess I would, if I was the prime minister and I'm getting an audience for Queen Elizabeth, the most famous woman in the world, yeah. that is lit. 
King Charles coming in, it is not as lit. So I'd, I might be able to re, you know, yeah, re-talk yeah, yeah. about the audience. No, I, I but agree. I would be annoyed You're, if I was I, starved of my audience with the Queen. Again, you are going from the from the perspective of the Prime Minister, which is which is an odd thing. This one person. Look, I get it. I'd agree. I agree with everything you said. If I'm yeah. thinking about Rishi Sunak, yeah. no one has a problem with the. I you guess, can't have you can't have the audience. Yeah. I, I, I have. A, I think that is we don't have a. I didn't realize it was weekly. I thought it was dodgy anyway on mm. on a monthly basis. On a weekly basis. Yeah. He they talk to each other the prime minister and the king cup of tea with the with the the king again it's not vibes <laughs> and amazing tea imagine Ama- how good oh, great tea, <laughs> oh, incredible I would, yeah, tea. tea and the biscuits lovely biscuits yeah 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 um i think no i think they were um they cool it's on the it's on the dog and bone no that's what it said it said will will prince william will take over the weekly call with prime with prime minister oh. rishi sunak i believe or maybe yeah. i know i've seen a bit of the crown as well they're meant to go into that big room but this is what it's, I, it's cool, not the same thing then i'm like oh so the vibes are off yeah, and the pm isn't gonna have much fun <laughs> no are you want imagine to this conversation through. happened on question time just the strangest <laughs> argument for well, this one you want to go through and there's a there's all yeah. the guards and they, they sure move, you do <laughs> they sure move, you do they move the spears away <laughs> <laughs> I agree. <laughs> My I just, king, <laughs> we'll see you now. I know that. Oh, yes. Like, of course, they're talking about fucking politics. What else are you going to talk about? Yeah. There'll I be would... a bit of pleasantries, of course. This is Britain, but they're not going to just talk about fucking football, are they? No. But and I therefore, th- that's going to have an effect. I think how I'd treat... Oh, you shouldn't be doing that, should cause... you? Oh, boy. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, well, we've got to yeah. sort out this mess in... What about climate change? I mean, he's a big climate change guy, but... He will lobby the PM for climate change. Yeah, Look, it's not the worst use of a, of, of lobbying, but it shouldn't happen. Um, and because obviously the Queen uh, put a cork in it, famously one of the, oh, one, of the one of the best in, in the, what? Uh, she did. She famously, kept, she kept Charles her took mouth, it out. She yeah, because of the bum thing. Go on to keep her. She kept her mouth shut. Yes, almost to a yes, because she's very almost, much, in those meetings. Almost the a, greatest of all time at doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God. 100% the go. So in those in those audiences and or calls, cool, she'd be like, oh, isn't that dreadful? King loves putting his fat fingers in. You're right there, for sure. He's a stodgy so, But I do think boy. how I'd treat the king and the relationship I'd have with the king. Again, Even though I'd, still I'd, going for the PM's I, perspective. Fascinating. I'd respect the, the... So weird. I'd respect the monarchy if I was the pr- prime minister, but uh, I would treat his opinions the way I'd treat my granddad's. It would have that sort of vibe, yeah. Because he, you know, an opinionated grand iPad granddad, or, yeah, yeah, or even yeah. an iPad dad, you know, who's, yeah. who's he's listening to LBC. He's getting he has a lot of opinions, and yeah. I'll be I would be kind of be saying yes. I think yes even to, if you treat him as yeah, an yeah, up, God, yeah. yeah. Oh, we will. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. That's so a good point. Your plan granddad. is to patronize the king. Yeah. Yeah. Patronize the king. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Because I'm a patriot. Yeah. Maybe that's where the work exactly. Comes from. Um. Yeah. Again. <laughs> I'm an empath. Again, when I... I think you're a megalomaniac. <laughs> Again, when, when I Just because I'm an empath towards world leaders does not... Mean... One man. <laughs> One man. Still empathy. The most powerful man of the country. It's still empathy. Is it? <laughs> for the disregarding That's... of the country's... Emo- uh, the country's welfare for yeah, one we guy's We need to be more flexible with the term of empath because I'm an empath for world leaders. Yeah. When I brought, only world when I brought up... Yeah, is it? Isn't it crazy? Yeah, when I brought up the fact that they called every week and we've gone straight to tea and biscuits and, and oh, well, they'll do that. Um, yeah, no, crazy. I don't think, I, I think that's great. I think that was obscene. Mm. And when people are like, you know, it's either, the, my argument for it is either pointless or it's immoral. That's a good point. 
Yeah. Uh, like, you know, the tourist thing is like, whatever. I don't fucking care. I'm bored of the Wait, tourist thing. People want to come to London for more than the, the king. I know yeah. it's a big thing. Yeah. Now Lizzie's dead. Who gives a fuck? You want the it all gone. The buildings are going to stay. You want it all gone? Yeah. yeah. I, th- I do. I do. I, I think I, it's a, I I guess a good do. forward step. It, I definitely don't think there's any logical argument and I wouldn't be able yeah. to put forward any logical argument. Yeah. Well, you've had, we, you, you used to be more pro. And yeah. then, and I then Prince you had Andrew, a change. Prince Andrew was a big, was a big shift. Yeah. I was it's like, you can't be doing that. that one. On the, um, on the on the state's dime. I think the main reason I'd want to keep it is it is just it's just a bit different. It's nice and for the PM to get out of the office. What is that? But also, it does add a little bit of uh, jeu de vivre, a bit of it. It spices things up in this country a little bit because yeah. we, if we got rid of the monarchy, we would yeah. just be like every other European country. You'd have a president. But a bit worse. In that sense, you'd have a president and a PM. Yeah, I'm saying just a bit worse yeah. than other European. I countries. guess having this, it just does add a unique flavour of like yeah. Because it, there's just a real, <laughs> it's a crazy thing to say, but like having the insane shit that happens in this country, but then also remembering you have a monarch. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, You'd yeah. lose a bit of that. Well, well, a bit of almost like um, kind of friendly chaos. Yes. Or well, it's kind of endearing. Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, what's going on over there in that weird little island? Football hooligans, but yeah. then also a queen and that kind of, you yeah. know. Yeah, we don't. It's like Brexit's a bit like we don't want to be with you because we've got a queen. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and it's, it's all like... just a bit weird. Um, and I like the weirdness of it. I, I, I agree. I, I think agree. that's genuinely it. I like the weirdness of yeah. it. Yeah, I like the surreal. Again, yeah, a but tough logically, arg- all of your arguments have been tough to sell on <laughs> questions. It's pure vibe, vibe face. You going on the news? I do night. think we would be. We'd I agree. feel a little bit sad if they went. I look. I agree. I, I think agree. if another Prince Andrew thing happened. Probably, You've got to go. Two strokes you, and you're you out. You can't be doing that. Two man. nonces and you're out. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, but in I, a family, you're going to have a non. If they're. What's your family like? You're going to have a nonce. Well, out of the four of you. Well, I don't know. Who is it? I don't know. Mum, dad, sister, you. You one don't of, know. It's one of them. One of them, though. And yeah. it's going to come out. Well, should, uh, none of us has. None of it's come it's out your yet. dad, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're saying in every family of four, there's one nonce. They're not in family of four. This is a big yeah, family. I know. I'm just saying every family. Yeah, I'd say in a family where you have the ability to do nonce on a mass scale, someone is going to put their, their hands in the cookie jar. That's true. And by cookie jar, I mean go to Epstein's Island and have oh, underage orgies. I thought you were going to say a much worse thing then. I'm glad you said but Epstein's Island. But I didn't. Island. I'm glad you said Epstein's Island. Um, yeah, and there's a, well, there also seems to be some sort of absolutely perverse propensity for younger children when you're very rich. That's just a thing. The more yeah. money you have, the more it seems that you want to fuck kids. <sighs> Interesting. That's a big thing. That's like a thing. Yeah, yeah I think no, no, but is is there stat pad not stat padding? That's the wrong word. Um is <sighs> I it's because you've got everything in life. You you know, you've achieved you've achieved everything. Well, I'm not saying this is one more achievement, but it's like what else what else excites you other than once you've done everything and you can have everything in the world you want. You want the thing that you can't have. Mm. I don't know. <sighs> I think I you don't really I don't think you hear about um Millie, you, you hear, don't hear her, about rich No, you don't hear about working islands. class pedos as much. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, I don't know if you're... In our head, we know about all the big pedos because it's a big deal. All oh, the rich you don't pe- hear about I them. don't know if maybe... I don't know if the spread of pedophilia might be equal I think disproportionate... Yeah, for billionaires, 100%. There yeah. is a disproportionate amount of pedophiles and billionaires. That's uh, absolutely true. Yeah. That's definitely true. Hi, yeah, th- that, that community is not, well I, I don't represented. think... I'm not saying middle or even upper class i'm saying but once you hit billionaire well all these stories all these well, pedo probably, island stories there's more pedophile billion, billionaires so than about female billionaires that is definitely a true stat and that's what needs to change yeah that's what that's why we've decided to run for the u.s president <laughs> 2024 <laughs> golden Kerwin. <laughs> 
There needs to be more female. female. It's not actually a bad. We're not. It's not a bad you thing. Tap we're reducing. Like, tap, you tap into like the conspiracy theory yeah. things. And, Drain the swamp. Feminism. And, yeah, they wouldn't like that. So I guess you'd, you'd have to try and stra- straddle that. No, but both we, you can do like the drain the swamp. I'll do the feminism. <laughs> So they won't ever. We'll kind of trick them or hoodwink Drain them. The swamp. Hoodwink them. Drain Word of the, the day. Swamp. Hoodwink. Uh, um, let's talk. Let's do Guinness World Records before we go. Yeah. Let's give them a treat. Let's, let's give my them a gripe treat. quickly. Sure. Um, my gripe is uh, um, uh, predictive text. Seems to be, you know, back in the day we would do it when we had those little keypad phones and fine. Loved it then. Saved my life. Nowadays, my fucking laptop's finishing off my sentence. Give me a fucking minute. Finish off my sandwiches. <laughs> sorry, you know, in Frozen. Right, let's do it again. No, sorry, no, no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you know, in Frozen? Yes. Finish each other's sandwiches. I saw that. No, 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 no stay on this grope. <laughs> Look at these two. <laughs> the first page is these two. Um, no, let's stay on that grope. That's a, that's a great grope. Yeah. I completely agree. Fed up with it. Why are you, like, it's the Mac thing. Mm. It's it's like, oh, I think you mean this. Or like, you're going to say this. Often, it, often it's wrong. Yep. Often it's wrong. And I'm just like, give me a fucking minute. It's not like, I would I like, agree. if it came Completely in, agree. if it came in and there was a, a pause, maybe for like 10 seconds, then they might be like, oh, do you, are you thinking about that? But it comes in as you're writing it. Like Netflix, are you still watching this sort of vibe? Y- yes, it is. <laughs> well, that, that's much more judgmental. Yeah. That's more, you're a slob. What's yeah. wrong with you? Um, it's kind, it is actually a good feature though, because it, 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 it's, have you fallen asleep? Yeah. Because that means the best thing is if, if you fall asleep during a series, it's not just going to keep running with your laptop on. It will stop it and then your laptop will go off, saving both energy and your place in the series. Yeah, that's not a gripe of ours. The gripe is predictive text. Predictive text. Let me finish. Give me yeah. a fucking minute. Every yeah. time it comes in, I'm like, give me a fucking minute. I feel there could be a smarter approach to predictive text. Go, I, I don't understand why shoot. they get it wrong so often. Sure. I, I feel, I think I feel it's there's a close. Smart, I think there's a smarter predictive way of doing predictive tests. I think, um, so like there's weird predictive texts where they capitalize things that should, like I, I, yeah. t- I need it, obviously. You do, yeah. But then predictive texts has fucked me but quite no, a lot. But no, you need spell check more than predictive text. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, you don't need predictive text. Predictive, oh, I, predictive text is when it's going, oh, spell check, I haven't got a gripe with spell check. Have you got a gripe with spell check? Well, because it's, it's when you change, it changes it for you. You've got that, right? Yeah. So it doesn't give you the option. It just changes it. Oh, that's yeah. That's the duck that's into what, fucking thing. That's the duck into fucking thing. That's also correct. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, well, what I'm talking thoughts? about predictive text. You know, when it comes up, when you're writing like, and then the man, and then in the little gray, not not proper bold, will go, went to the market. And then you can press arrow, and then it will fill in with went to the market. Also correct, I don't have a problem with, because if, if you've just misspelt something briefly, uh, minorly, then it will change that. Oh, I don't really care about it. I don't really. Think I don't really about care it. about also correct. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with also correct? Is, do you think it does it wrong? Every time I do Patreon, I, I think it's because you Patreon. Uh, it capitalizes Patreon. You're funny enough, it, that Sh- so you weird that you say that because it's on this phone. Yeah. Because I did it and I went, oh, I bet he do- it does that every time. And then this you said, Patreon. and then you did it. You sent me a message today saying Patreon. It was capitalized. Yeah. That is right. That's fair. I'm and also I have a couple of those. As well. I am talking about. We have really crossed wires here. Mm. I'm talking about on your computer, the predictive text on your computer. Five minutes. It doesn't exist on your phone. Mm. Uh, the autocorrect on the computer is good. Good. Bad on phone, I think. There's, well, there's something with texting. My remarkable money's just come out. Oh, good. <laughs> well, you're monthly. Yeah, £2.99. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, go on. Um, I, I agree with that, kind of. I, I am someone who 
Can't is text. one of the worst texters yeah. of all time. And I also refuse so, to yeah. check over what I've sent. Yeah. So it's sort of a mad dash. So I definitely need someone to clear it up. But I think they could do probably a better job clearing up because they don't do the most amazing job clearing my shit up. You look, Admittedly, it's hard. You look so old <laughs> with that backwards calf <laughs> pointing like that, talking about autocorrect. I think they could make it a bit better. Yeah? No, um, so yeah, we. I guess we don't agree. Yeah. So let's do some Guinness Book of World Please. Records just for a quick why I have this because it was a great prank. Actually, the best prank I think that's ever happened to me. I can't remember pranks at school. Maybe mm. that was a better one. Mm. But on the podcast, I talked before Christmas about how I hate when I'm the center of attention opening presents. Yeah. And then joked about, you know, how like, and then you have to pretend that it's great that you've got a Lynx Africa set or <laughs> the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, so my step, my stepmom, when we went over for boxing over for our Christmas there, she went, she gave everyone's presents out. There was me, Elle, my, my sister and her boyfriend. And we were the only people to open presents. She gave them all out and she went, oh no, we'll go, we'll go around. Andrew, do all of yours first. And I was immediately, for God's sake. And she got me the Guinness Book of World Records and a Lynx Africa set. But I obviously didn't remember I said that on the no. podcast. So, so I opened it and in. she made everyone watch. And I opened it and went, oh, this is, this is great. This is fantastic. And oh yeah, I actually, because I, to be honest, Guinness Book of World Records, I was quite happy to have. Lynx Africa set, I was like, oh, lol, idea is quite handy and had to go for it. And then she went, oh, only fucking with you. And then everyone laughed at me. It was, it was a great prank. What would you like to know? Well, I don't know what... Right, I'll give, you some, I'll give you some options of categories because they're quite yeah. broad. Yeah. And then we, everyone can play along at home. This isn't just our thing. There's blue planet. There's humans. I think that's humans, humans is what we want. Hair, just pick a random place. Hair, hands or feet, tallest and shortest, family album, medicine, roundup or explainer, heaviest person ever. I think we're going to let's, heaviest let's person, go heaviest ever, person ever. That was quite easy to deduce. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> there he is. Oh, He's my. big. Right, Joe, give me. Okay, there's a full spread on him. Yeah, well, you need it. He's the heaviest person ever. He doesn't look like the heaviest person I've ever seen. Right. On awesome. like documentary kind of thing. You want... The only thing with the Guinness World, Book of, the Guinness World Book of Records is that sometimes you just want the fucking facts. They make it into a bit of a, oh, like I'm going to sit down it. and have a read of this of an evening. <laughs> like, just give me like, who was the heaviest person ever? How much did he weigh? Yeah. I don't need this spread on him. <laughs> I don't need to hear about visceral and also, fat and it, yeah, poor his circulation. Knees, they didn't, I'm sure they're like that, but I feel they could have cleaned those up a little bit. Look at his knees. They're all well, That's what they look like. Yeah. They're accurate, if nothing else. Yeah. Um, right. I'm just trying to find how much he weighed. It's not obvious. I don't, I don't know. We're going to have to do something else. That's ridiculous. Super scene. Anything. Just do any random one. Yeah, I know, but there's. I just need... Wait, because there was a good one with... <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Like hands and feet. That's what we want. Largest feet ever. What do you, what do you go for? Everyone at home? In, in, in what, doing what it. Um, measurement? Let's do it in centimetres. Yeah, centimetres. Or you can do it in feet if you want. Which I'll do teams, it in inches. I'll do, I'll do it in inches. Can you do it in... How many inches in a foot? 12. Twelve. <laughs> Smashed it. I we could do female and male. Go. Foot in feet or inches. Do it in inches. Male, I'm going to say... How many inches is my foot, roughly? I would say that's about 10 inches, right? Yeah. Sure, Because I, I think a size 10 is 10 inches. Size 11 is vaguely 11 inches. No, that's not true. That would mean your feet are one foot, one inch. Which I'm just going to say is the female. No, my foot is uh, a size 11. So it'd be almost Oh, I thought foot. you were 13. Have they shrunk? No. Anyway, um, one foot, yeah. But so people with 13 would have one foot, one inch, right? Which is the record for the woman. 
It's Bigfoot for a woman, though. Yeah. Ma- oh, it. male. Is there a big... Think about it. There's not that much difference. Well, yeah. One foot, one foot, point th- one foot 3.9 inches. Longest toenail. That's, that's a size... Let's get serious. That's a size 16. It's pretty big. Don't really you'd, care. You'd think it'd be... You'd want it to be like a size 20. Could care more. Could care more. <laughs> Most fingers and toes. Um... So is it, am I going per hand or collectively? Is it per hand or collectively? <laughs> uh, collectively. Uh, and where does he come so, from? So, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Collectively, hands and feet. <laughs> and what nationality? <laughs> go. Right, right, let me go, let me go. So, but this is a quick fire. So, so basic level is 20. So I'm yeah, basic go, 20. I'm going to say 35. 35, and where's he from? UK. No, wrong on both counts, surprisingly. Okay. Yeah. He's actually an, Ind- an Indian man who has 28 independent... <laughs> I was going to say Indian X. He generally was. <laughs> if you got it right... There's a lot of people in India. If you got... There is... So you're, you're hedging your bets if you I'm say I'm happy India. to be asking the questions here rather than answering. <laughs> yeah. um, 28 from India. Um, he, that's odd. He, he works as a carpenter. Does that help? He, he says, I work mostly with saws and hammers. Have to always be careful to avoid the fingers because he's got 15 of them. <laughs> I think so. I've just added that up. Do another. Longest toenails. In what? Give me the measurements. Would it work? Yeah. And uh, longest toenails. And where are they from? I'm not going to give you a gender clue. See. Um, oh wow. Measure the length. Nice, nice. Come I'm on. Let, say- hold, 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 hold. The combined length of all ten nails in centimeters or feet. No, do it in feet. That's fun. The combined length of all of her toenails in feet. Twenty feet. No. No. Turkey. No. USA. Okay. Woman, Louise Hollis, and yeah. the seven foot three inches. Okay. 20 feet is <laughs> yeah. sick. Sorry. I you imagine, can't, don't ruin I imagine, it. I imagine they're curling around. I thought it could be like really yeah, long. Yeah, seven feet? Yeah. That's an NBA player. Yeah. On her feet. No, it's... Na- oh, is it just toenails? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was na- nails collectively, sorry. Of like her hands uh, right, as well. Because yeah. the okay. fingers well, you probably you wouldn't would have been be far off then with that guess. Yeah. Um, there are some weird ones in here. Um, um, I've heard... Uh, I, okay, I, I, I'm just going to read this out. I can't mm. read the, the blurb yet, whatever. Most family members to walk on all fours. <laughs> most, fa- is this a person with the most family members? Have they won the world record for having the most relatives? Which family has the most members that walk on all fours permanently? Then they're kind of forced to. And where are they from? Oh, I'm going to go America again. And I'm going to say uh, eight of them. Interestingly, it's Turkey this time. Is it? And uh, there's five of them, right? Okay, yeah. Five out of 19 adult siblings of the Eulis family of Turkey are compelled to walk on their feet and palms with their hands. The Eulises struggle to maintain balance when on two feet, resulting in quadruple gait, known as the bear walk. So they walk on... So it's not like they've got a disabled back that forces them onto <laughs> They their, just get a bit wobbly when they're they want. Yeah, I thought it would be more of a like, kind of they're, they're frozen into place, but no, they're, they're just really wobbly. Yeah. A gust of wind will send them flying. Okay, that's a better one. Largest, this must be currently alive. Yeah. I've got the largest feet ever. Yeah. Uh, largest so hold feet. on, so hold yeah. Do it in size. So you can do UK size, whatever. UK size 19. 36. There, a- there he is. I mean, the angles, <laughs> the angles not doing him any justice. Yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of feet. Right, we're just moving on to these ones aren't quite as fun. Tallest and shorts, we all know about that. Um, 
That seems terrifying. Longest interval between birth of triplets. So when they're choosing Guinness World Records, what, <laughs> is, there, is there any sort of parameter with uh, what can be a Guinness World Records? And record? the reason why is because people, we, our friend Paul yeah. has incredibly small nipples. Yes. The smallest I've ever seen. They were smaller. We measured them once at school and they were smaller than a five pence. He was very small, very small. Um, so we got in contact with the Guinness Book of World yeah. Records to see if... Um, Surely he's, he's, he's not even close, right? Yeah, I think that we did look it up and there was someone with a yeah. bit smaller. His, yeah. his are unbelievably tiny. Um, but the thing is, it's not like... I. The Guinness Book, you can't just... They don't just know that this man in Turkey has 28 fingers. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They... the. The winners of the world records have to get in touch with them. So that's why the categories are so sporadic. There will be your classics like tallest and shortest, and they will go on. Oh, so the categories are decided by by someone who's If it's a new one, and then they go, yeah, I guess we'll put that in. Yeah, because it's it's interesting because there must be a lot of people. Well, the Guinness World Record for the most Ferrero Rocher eaten in a minute. Yeah, someone. I'd I'd, I'd be interested by that one. Didn't we? We were going to do that on air. Well, I'd like to break that record. We were going to do that on air. I feel, I still feel I can. That this isn't a record. The shortest club DJ. That's crazy. Yep. That's absolutely shit. Li- it's just a it's, a, it's a little person who's a DJ. Yeah. Um. So th- th- uh, three foot. Yeah, three foot four. Yeah, that's a short club DJ. Yeah. Well, Wim Hof's in there for the longest time holding his breath or some shit. It then it then gets all like a bit weird, but then there's like there's obviously some impressive stuff, but you know the the best stuff is probably the um the weirdos the, the weirdos. sickos. Peculiar passions might be something. Would you like to break a Guinness World Record? No. No? <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. I'd feel ashamed. One. You'd feel ashamed? Yeah. You want to be well, included in this book not... of freaks? Obviously... <laughs> you want to be in there, do you? Obviously, I don't want like the longest nails. <laughs> but I wouldn't mind like, I don't know. I guess it like really... Like an adventure one. The adventure yeah. ones are cool. Should we do, oh wait, there's arts and media just before we, before we yeah. wrap this up. Props. Yeah, it does. It sort of undermines the world record. Acti- Shortest oh. club DJ is really undermining it. Yeah. Oh, there's Tay-Tay's on here. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't mind having like one of those little Guinness World Record things. Yeah. Be quite nice. I li- wouldn't like, like mind like biggest jump from a from a school off a school or something. Bri- biggest jump off a school. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, think you can get that one. <laughs> That'd be a terrible. Biggest one. jump off a school. I think if you jumped of any school, you'd win. <laughs> But then you wouldn't be able to live to see yourself getting. Yeah, it would be a black and white one because I'll be dead. In, you get it in for one year <laughs> in memoriam. Horatio Gould, who unfortunately died, attempted to. The photo would be great of me just. <laughs> <It's>, it. <laughs> no parachute. Oh, hair! Just before we go. Yeah. Hair before we go. Yeah. Um. We'll, we'll ignore super seniors. Old like who cares? And like the fat man, say how fat he was. Why longest hair in a teenager? Who's got the longest hair in the world? <laughs> Largest competitive mullet. <laughs> and where are they from? If you don't get where they're from. Australia. No, but more. Think better. Think better. UK? No. America? Yeah, mullet like okay. southern yeah. fucking mullet ladies. Yeah. Tennessee. She's got the most, the longest. She's got the longest mullet. Business in the front, part in the back hairstyle that extends to a length of how many feet? So it comes just from her back down, yeah. however long you'd imagine. Yeah. How many feet is the back? And bearing in mind, there's her hair is like your length at the top. 
I would say seven feet. Five feet, eight inches. But okay, that's, actually, that's as tall as her. It's <laughs> a long mullet. The men are doing nowhere near as well. That's the men. The women so, are killing So women it. are dominating that category. Why is there just not largest hair? Largest hair? Yeah, largest hair. Longest head hair. No human or indeed animal has grown their hair longer than a man from... China. Yeah! Oh. We go on. <laughs> After 30 years of avoiding scissors, he combed out, she combed out her locks to an incredible... How many feet was her hair? 30 feet. Oh, it's 18. You got it all... I just think for the, po- for the purpose of entertainment, you which is what we're doing now, ball. you've got a low ball. <laughs> Every time you've gone high and it's been like, no, well, it's lower than that. <laughs> so it's not impressive. You, you might as well, but then I've, the next one, you'd be like two centimetres. Um, thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, join over the Patreon. Uh, yeah. It's, we've just launched our community chat for £5 members for Knights of the Realm. Which is popping off. It's absolutely popping off. Uh, carnage. Thank you very much. Uh, I have some tour shows coming up. My tour starts in two weeks in Manchester, Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool. Manchester. Um, really good. You're going to see that sort of kind of brilliant yeah. uh, work going on. Uh, all and links in my Instagram bio. Love you very much. Bye bye. bye. <laughs>